so right now I'm reading Will Smith's book Will and I'm at the point I think it's chapter well anyway I'm not going to spoil the book but it's a point where Will Smith is re-examining his marriage uh, with Jada Pinkett Smith and he's been obviously being very candid about it and I know for many years a lot of people admired their marriage because it was in the glam light you know it was posted everywhere social media on the television and the tabloids magazines and everybody would say I want that Jada and Will Smith type of love but as you mature and you begin to ask yourself direct questions one of those questions are do you really and then you go even deeper and you ask yourself are you willing to do what it takes to maintain that love to keep it through ups and downs backs and forths welcome to the latest episode of the glory in our stories life you're born into the world you grow you mature you go to college you start a career and a family looks like everything goes as planned or does it episode of the glory not stories i'm your host calvin wayne pennywell jr the title of this episode is good love good love i actually got the title from one of my favorite r&b ballads from the awesome the unmatched the graceful anita baker back in 2004 Four, summer 2004 and I think I'm, I'm pretty certain I've mentioned this before I had my first like real breakup it was with my girlfriend that I was dating in high school we met online back when AOL was popping off and they had this thing called chat rooms way before DMs and direct messages on uh, Facebook I just realized that a DM is a direct message Wow, why did I repeat myself? Anyway, <laughs> way before direct messages, um, there were chat rooms and you would meet people. Um, their tag would be, well, our tags would be our age, our ethnicity, um, and some other you know characteristic that would attract somebody's attention. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we started dating 2000, uh, man, I think 2001 or two, and she, uh, we actually met in person about one or two years in, uh, then the summer of 2004, 
the same year we both graduated. We were in the same grade. I went to go visit her and our relationship was falling apart. <laughs> Man, we were only 18 years old. It's crazy. 18 years old, our relationship was falling apart and we realized that I guess both of us were not willing to change. We were young, so didn't work. We decided to call it quits. And I remember going into, cause I was staying at her mom's with her and her, you know, her mom and her, and uh, still amazed that that happened. Um, but anyway, I remember going into the sunroom and I had a copy of Anita Baker's greatest hits one of my favorite cds of all time i actually think i i, I think i repurchased it over the last few years because i came i came across it i'm like yo i gotta gotta get it if i if i haven't um i think i'd purchase rapture of love i think that's the name of one of her, one of her albums like she's sitting on the couch and she has on like this green dress but um anyway that was one of my favorite cds i played it from beginning to end 365 days a year same old love <laughs> that's a pawn on one of her songs anyway um i um so yeah I, I i went into the sunroom this is at right after we broke up and i just kept playing good love i want to know what good love feels like good love i want a love that's going to stand the test of time i want to know what good love feels like good love good love morning noon and night forever all my life and i and i felt her pain and i felt like she felt mine so i just kept listening to it and that's how i felt i felt like the love that i had just that i was receiving uh, was not enough and i wanted something more so um that's what happened at 18. yo that heartbreak was so bad it was so bad for me specifically because I had invested everything into it, but I was so caught up in how it looked and how I felt that I didn't even acknowledge my own fault in the destruction of our relationship. In hindsight, it's easy to see what I did wrong. Very, very easy. So, but now I, um, I'm starting to understand what type of love that I need opposed to what I want so it's easy for me to reference uh, Bible scriptures um, in reference to what love should be because not that I know all of them but obviously the the Bible is if you can sum uh, sum up sum up the Bible from Genesis to Revelation it's all about love what God did is the greatest love story ever told um, and it's easy to quote um, Corinthians I think it's 13 I have to find it just to to make sure that that's right but it's so easy to yeah, Corinthians 13. And it's so easy to talk about love. It's uh, Corinthians 13, uh, 4 through 8. 
It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not in insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love never ends. And yeah. <laughs> it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So um, they say that if you want to know if you exhibit these attributes, put your name within the scripture. Replace love with your name. So for me, it'd be Calvin is patient. Am I patient? I can be. Calvin is kind. I can be. Calvin does not envy. Calvin does not boast. Calvin does not. Calvin is not proud. And if you were, if I was to place my name within that verse, I will come short every single time. But because of God's grace, um, I can be in right standing. Because of God's grace, my scars and my sin and everything that I've done doesn't have a hold on me and that's what love does love overlooks all of that love love gives you value despite your show your shortcomings despite your insecurities that's what love that's what true love does that's what good love does and for a long time I didn't understand that and sometimes when you're in the middle of something you don't appreciate it for what it is because you're caught up in the moment specifically when you're a kid um, a lot of stuff happened when I was growing up things that didn't make sense until I got older because at that moment I didn't know what it was uh, but once I became more educated more aware I was like oh so that's what that represented so I was like, okay okay I get it uh, but the concept of good love, man. All I'm going to do for the next couple of minutes is just give you examples of good love. I'll give you one recently. Um, recently, I, I'm pretty certain I mentioned this on the previous episode, but if I haven't, it's fresh news to everyone. Um, around you know, the beginning of, no, the middle of January... I contracted uh, COVID. Didn't know that's what it was, um, but I had a feeling it was because man, it hit me so hard. For about two straight days, I couldn't move. Everything on my body ached, so I just laid down. And even sometimes lying down ached. I couldn't sleep. Um, there were a couple of nights where I was coughing a lot and my head was hurting and my back, my body was aching. So I couldn't get comfortable. I was sweating. It was it was horrible, horrible. But what my wife did, Adrian Marcia Pennywell, she took care of me. So since I didn't move a lot, she would change out my cup of water and my cup of orange juice. Um, she made from scratch chicken noodle soup. And while studying for her master's program, she started her master's program at the beginning of this year, and she did all that simultaneously. 
and took care of our pets and started looking for our new apartment like she's doing all of this and I'm just lying in the bed and I feel helpless and while I'm doing this I'm losing money we're losing money but the cool thing about that is God had already taken care of it whatever was lost he made up and that's what love does wherever I was lacking Adrian picked up and she did it without hesitation. And what makes that even more admir admir admirable <laughs> is that while she's taking care of me, I'm thinking she's gonna catch COVID. And sure enough, once I started feeling better, she got sick and it hit her, and it hit her pretty hard. And I was like, wow. And it just blew my mind, completely blew my mind. And then it made us remember and recall our vows through sickness and in health. And man, that was, that was sickness indeed. But that's good love. That's good love. Um, another quick example um, before we go to break. Um, my sister my oldest sister, uh, Tasha. She had all. She's she's always had my back, and it's and, and I didn't even ask for. It. I just, she's always had my back, and it, she's all. She's had this, this instinct to take care of me as a kid. And you know, I, it was, it was so mind blowing that I thought, you know, conceptually that she was much older than me but my sister is only four years older than me but when you're the oldest you have responsibilities once that second or third or fourth child is born you are in charge to some degree you are ranked um, you have some degree of superior a superiority um, you know some people take advantage of it some don't Tasha didn't she didn't at all, <laughs> um, but man, she is an awesome sister and always has been. Um, but in one one particular situation, mom told me to keep things out of the tree. You you guys have heard this numerous times, but it was it's, it's what happened after the fact that really riveted me. Mom told me to keep things out of the tree. I ran in the house. Mom told me if you if I ever come outside and there's something in the tree, I'm whooping your behind. So I got something stuck in the tree. Ran in the house to Tasha. I said, Tasha, you can you help me get something out of the tree? Because if Mama see it, she's gonna whoop me. So being the big kind sister that Tasha was, she came out and she tried to help me get it out of the tree. And the only thing that we could find that could possibly be big enough to knock some this particular item down was a huge rock. So we grab the rock and we take turns like throwing it up there. We both miss like the first and second time. Now the third time, it just so happened it was Tasha's turn to throw the rock. The rock completely missed the toy and landed on top of mom's car, putting a huge dent in it. We both looked at each other and with wide eyed and like, oh my goodness. And we knew that we had to go in and tell mom 
we went in and we told mom no i think it was tasha that told mom that we were trying we were yeah but yeah we told mom that the rock hit the top of a car so mom rewind a little bit my sister was helping me out but my mom whooped my sister not me she whooped my sister so I'm in the living room with my other sister Natalie we call her Nat and I hear mom whooping her and my sister is crying and I actually yeah and I hear it and I'm like oh my goodness my sister is taking a whooping that I should have received and I'm like yo doesn't that sound familiar as an adult I'm like that sounds really familiar and the funny thing about that story is if you you fast forward to Thanksgiving 2021, my mom finally found out why she threw the rock. My mom did not know that she was helping me out. So when we told her this, she looked at me like, what? I said, yes, ma'am. Tasha was helping me out. She was like, I didn't know that. So she like tapped me, like she hit me on my shoulder to basically, you know, give me the whooping <laughs> that I deserved at that moment. But Tasha was um, being sacrificial and she took the heat. And whenever, like no matter what happens, I can always look back to that moment and be thankful and blessed that my sister loves her siblings that she loves hard and she loves well and whenever you get access to somebody's love it is a privilege it's a privilege that to me is an example of good love good love um so continue to listen we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back What's up to you guys listeners so i just wanted to touch base on something that that has been really heavy in my heart lately it's the concept of grace grace it is so easy to look at someone and judge them because they don't do what you do or they do what you don't it is so easy to judge someone when they make you uncomfortable and they're just being themselves and they don't say anything directly offensive or vindictive towards you it is so easy so easy to look at someone who has changed their behavior but we are so stuck on what they have done and who they used to be grace gives us the opportunity to see the best in them to look for the best case scenario and I think that's something that we continue to strive for because when that's what you look for then that's what people will show you and that's something they will be eager to show you because that's what you see 
Continue to listen to the latest episode of the Glory in Our Stories, titled Good Love. So I don't know if I'm going to get deemed for putting that on here. Um, it's probably a rookie mistake, but we're going to find out. But I couldn't. I just wanted y'all to just hear just a piece of it. That's That That was Good Love by Anita Baker. Um, those of you who are fans of Anita Baker, just understand how powerful not just that song is, but how powerful her voice is, man, her emotion, her music in general. So anyway, um, but that's that's what I was craving um, at 18 years old. I was craving good love. Didn't even know what good love was. For me, it was just an emotional song. And uh, for those of you who um, aren't reading uh, Will's book, I recommend it. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. Um, Will Smith has always been able to articulate his thoughts in a way that captivated you. And this book was very well written. Uh, uh, very well written. And there's a section in there where he talks about emotions and how he has dealt with them and how he has been confronted by them, not just within himself, but his family and specifically his kids. And you see the difference between how he was raised and how he is raising his kids, which there's a contrast uh, I'm not a parent but I hear all the time there's no uh, general way to raise a kid or anyone everyone's different so but the concept of, of feeling feeling love my world was so much smaller as a kid because it evolved around everything evolved around me but obviously the older you get the more you realize that you were created to make space for other people to be loved and to be heard. So when I hear people who are activists towards a particular cause or particular causes, I realize that even though that I don't feel, even though I don't feel compelled to put my energy towards that like they are, it's still being addressed. And I commend them on it. I commend them. That's why I don't interfere, um, depending on what the cause is, to be honest. Like, uh, if it's a cause that is doing more harm than good, then it's open to be um, open to be dissected more, open to be considered you know, open to be discarded. Because the the one thing that's the most important aspect of life is, is relationships. And that's exactly what God wanted to have with us. It's a direct relationship. So, but going back to this, this concept of good love, I think we have to ask ourselves, what, what is it that we want 
and what are we willing to lose for it what are we willing to pay and I'm not talking about dollars I'm not even talking about time necessarily but attention energy what are we willing to push off our plates so that there's margin for the good stuff um, one of the other biggest acts of love that I've received was from my best friends when I was in college I was in a very bad bind and uh, they helped me out they didn't have to but they did and to this day I can't believe they did and it was a situation that I placed myself in but they helped me and they didn't have to but it reminded me because I, if, I if I take steps back in my life and I look at what has taken place when I consider the people that I have come in contact with man they have been so detrimental to my growth and, and that's love when they are speaking into your life that's love when they decide to help you and they say I really hope that you consider this because if your behavior does not change not only are you going to continuously hurt yourself you're going to hurt others that don't deserve it and that's something that I don't want to do and I didn't want to continue doing that but in reference to my sister Man, in reference to my best friends, that's good love. Love that at times I was like, I don't deserve this. And if it was based on my personal merit, if it was based on my personal accomplishments, If it was based on my personal rank, nah, nah, I wouldn't deserve it at all. But when somebody says, I, when they start off with, I love you so much. But when they say that, they want you to know I love you. Like the base of what I'm saying, the essence of what I'm doing, reason why I'm here with you the reason why you're my top priority right now is because I love you I love you and it's not just love based on what they see but love based 
on what has always been there. It just needed to be nurtured. It needed structure. It needed to be guided. Like they see it. They see it. And they're willing to invest in you. And when stuff like that happens, you're like, wow. The biggest act of of love that I've received so far, I would have to say my wedding, my marriage to Adrian Pennywell. Because even before we got married, we've always been honest with each other. We've always been intentional. I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but there was one time I was driving my sister's car and it was overheating. And I still lived in Thompson, but the car was stuck in Augusta. And somehow I locked the keys in the car. And I was like, man, I was like, then I thought about it. I said, I have an extra pair at the house in Thompson. But in my mind, I'm like, how am, I get, how, how am I going to get to Thompson when my transportation is here and it's stalling? So I asked her, we were just friends. I think I, call, I think I called her and I said, do you mind taking me to Thompson so I can get this extra key? And um, I, of course, I'll give you gas money. I really don't think she did that because she was gonna get reimbursed she did it because she was my friend and it really helped she said sure she she um she picked me up drove me all the way to thompson keep in mind thompson is 35 minutes away which means that she's going to be driving for a whole hour out of her way so that i can get the replacement keys because i locked a key in the car and um I can't express enough how much that meant to me. It meant a lot. So, um, so this concept of good love, when you find it, you'll know because you'll, you'll appreciate it. Good love stays around after everyone leaves. Good love will look at you as not completely helpless or incapable. Good love looks at your strengths. Good love doesn't pay attention to what you lost. Good love sees the immense value in what you have left. Good love will always find you salvageable. Always find you salvageable. So pay attention to that. Embrace good love. And know your worth. Remember 1 Corinthians 13. I think it's verse 4, verses 4 through 8. Remember that. Remember to put your name where love is. And remember that the reason why 
that does not define who you are is because of God's grace. It's because of God's love. God, God's love makes you worthy. If God is enough, so are you. And love is all about appreciating and acknowledging your value. To realize that you're still valuable even when you're broken. Even when you're broken. So, I hope that you found something uh, noteworthy within this um, episode. Um, it's one of my favorites, actually. Um, because it gives me the opportunity to actually express uh, counts of love that I've experienced. That has really shaped and molded me into the person that I am. Having people speak into my life. Having people there, present. Um, says a lot about their love and I can't I can't express enough how much that means to me so um, love you guys thank you all for listening I know I haven't had a guest on here in a while but I thank you for listening and tuning in when you do I'm going to try to get back in the swing of doing that because um, I like talking to people I like learning things about them by simultaneously learning something about myself being open to different perspectives being considerate of other people's preferences and their struggles and their calling um so yeah so thank you for listening uh this is calvin wayne pennywell jr on the latest episode of the glory in our stories titled good love yo thank you as always for listening tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories